Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Ah, the holiday season. It's all about the sexy time, isn't it? Especially when you're at your parents' place for the first time in a long time. Oh, yeah. You Nothing like Thanksgiving. that. Thanksgiving, it's your first time away from home. Yeah. First no- time back. Nothing like that twin mattress that's still kicking after 30 years. Your One Direction posters on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles is always watching, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. So there was a company, maybe you've heard of it, Pure Romance. They were like, let's see how people are really feeling this holiday season. And this is a recent study. So, I mean, pandemic aside, people still feel this way. Turns out people still like to get real sexy over the holidays. The majority of people said that they are likely to give their partner a sexy gift this holiday season. Really? I was surprised by that. And I say this only because I feel like that type of gift should be like its own separate thing. Like for Christmas, I still want some some things that I wouldn't necessarily buy myself. But those cats... that kind of gift I put in the category of I would still buy it myself. So, you know, give it to me. Right, yeah. A, maybe like a, maybe that's like the Christmas Eve present. I think that's the thing. I And uh, this year I don't think I have anything particularly sexy <laughs> for backstage <laughs> Sarah. But in the past it has been like, I mean, there are either going to be kids or in-laws or, you know, family adjacent somehow. Santa's still nearby. watching, don't forget. Santa's watching, yeah. <laughs> Maybe wait till Santa goes to bed. Santa waits till the kids go to bed before he can come. Maybe uh, you have to Oh, like a post, like a Boxing Day gift almost. Maybe, that, might, that might work, yeah. <laughs> because also, the thing with the Christmas Eve gift is you don't want to be too tired on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I guess especially if you have kids. Yeah. See, for me, I can roll up you around 11 in. o'clock. Yeah. Santa's like, thanks, I did your house last. Yeah. <laughs> no problem over here. Exactly. So, even though it's 63% of people that said that they're more likely to give a sexy gift, actually, in the se- it's like in the 70%, we're like, yeah, I'd love a sexy gift. Really? I'd love one given to me. Okay. So, with that being said, I want to point something out. Maybe they're on sale, because obviously we are, uh, well, we're just a couple days out from the big day. Yeah. It might be a little late to open an advent calendar. However, I learned via the internet this year that you can actually buy battery-operated best friend-themed advent calendars. Wow, that sounds expensive. <laughs> yeah, 12 to 24 days of good vibrations. Wow, holy. Well, I mean, you can always, just like the chocolate ones, you can get them today and just open them all up until the 21st. It's got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> Binge vibe? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's okay. the thing. Yeah. So people who did this poll did say that they would love, they think the holiday sexy time is more special than any other time of the year. It makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. being at your in-laws slash family's house totally ruins everything. It's the number one thing that causes people to not actually, people actually have less fun times during the holidays because of that. So much more stress, so much less opportunity for stress relief. Yep. Ah, yeah. You hate to see it. Essentially. Again, <laughs> Santa's always watching. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and if he's not, your mom-in-law might be yeah. too. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Happy Winter Solstice. You Hooray. may just know it as the first day of winter. You may just know it as the shortest day of the year. But I hope you take that as a positive thing now. Way back in the day, I personally used to be like, oh, winter solstice, like first day of winter. Ah, it's winter, it's cold, blah, blah, blah. But you need to think about it 
the days now will just continue to get longer mm-hmm. and longer and longer till the first day of summer. If you really want to be bummed on a certain seasonal day, that's the day to do it because then they just start to get short. But winter solstice is a magical time. There are a lot of facts surrounding this. So I didn't know this, and it makes sense now based on just living through the calendar over the last 30 years of uh-huh. life. Yep. Winter solstice varies from year to year and can fall anywhere between December 20th and 23rd. Uh, the 21st and the 22nd are the most common dates. Like, for example, the next winter solstice will not land on December 20th until 2080. Oh, really? Yep. The next winter solstice to land on December 23rd will, will not occur until uh, 2303. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. So the date generally- so far ahead that I didn't even know how to say it. Yeah. I, it's it's often the 21st, right? It's most of the time the 21st? Yeah, 21st or 22nd. Or 22nd. Because we've seen okay. this happen with summer solstice as well. Sometimes when it's the 22nd as the first day of summer, I kind of get messed up and I'm yeah, like, yeah. wait a second. Hold on now. It can be any day. So obviously, you know, this is the day that's going to be the shortest day of the year. But also, there are many, I mean, in the past, societies used to celebrate today as the day of death of the light and a very real threat to starvation, obviously, when yeah. you didn't have fridges. Right. Yeah. So what would happen is they would get themselves a bunch of meat. I won't go into detail how they did that. Okay, yep. However, they now call today the death of the old sun and the birth of the new sun. Beautiful. That's a good one. I That's like that. what I'm telling yeah, you. Today yeah. is the day. So my theory is for winter solstice, if you have anything you want to change about yourself, I'm talking about maybe your goal is to simply eat more pizza. Maybe you want to try going out for a coffee date when pandemic stuff allows Yep. with somebody once a month and meet new people. Either way, yeah, today like is the this. day to start those habits or whatever you want to change. Because if you can accomplish that during the short days of the year, imagine how much you're going to accomplish by the time summer hits. I love it. It's great. Right? You're getting a 10-day head start on everybody else who does their New yes. Year's resolutions. No, but so it's the new sun resolution as opposed to the new year's resolution, right? Ooh. New- hey. Oh, hey. man. Hey. This is... Give us some tarot cards. We're ready. (laughs) We're ready. So anyway, happy winter solstice to you. Uh, And by the way, the winter solstice is based on like a certain degree in which the sun hits the earth. Um, And for us, that's going to happen at, hang on, I saved it here. It's going to happen at... Uh, 11.59 a.m. today. A.m.? Perfect. I'll get the, I'll get the bubbly. <laughs> yep, there <laughs> we go. Bubba, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. The 401. It is Lovely a place. magical merry place. <laughs> Busiest road in the world. Yes. And as you get closer to Toronto, I forget which specific bottleneck it is, but it's one of the worst bottlenecks in the yep. world as well, right? Yep. So it's a place that makes people angry. And I'll be real with you. Uh, you know, some days I broadcast from our Waterloo studios. Some days I'm, I commute to London. Yep. Today was a commute day. But I can tell you as I drive back home from London to Waterloo, it gets more and more aggressive the closer and closer you get to Toronto. So yesterday. Yeah, definitely, yes. Yesterday I'm driving home and it is the law. You can go look it up. But the left lane on the 401 is meant for passing. What speed you go when you pass? I'm not debating that this morning. That's not what we're going to talk about. Okay. But from the en route around Woodstock area up until almost Cambridge, there was a car just cruising in the left lane. 
not necessarily passing everybody who's in the middle lane. And there was a truck that was also following very close behind said car. Uh-huh. Like this car was going slow enough in the left lane. I had already passed it in the middle lane. But it eventually caught back up. And I think this truck, seeing that I had already surpassed this car just by driving in the middle lane, finally had enough after 20 minutes of basically tailgating it. This guy in his truck passes this car. But before he makes the full pass, he lines up with this car in the middle lane, rolls down his window, and not only does he flip this car off, he does like... What I would imagine, almost like, imagine like Popeye holding his arm out when he's about to flex. Yeah. And then taking that middle finger up and sticking it out three separate times. But they were slow. Doing air curls. Finger curls. It was essentially like a, a, a curl. Yeah. But with the middle finger up. <laughs> and like three slow times. And it was so embarrassing to watch. <laughs> And I know that person was not doing the right. Like, you should not be in the left lane if you're going, if you're holding up traffic. That lane is for passing. True. That person was in the wrong. Yes. However, the way that this other person decided to share their disgust, three, (laughs) three weird finger flip. Like, normally it's one finger and you're done. Yep. Yep. I'm not personally a finger pointer, though. I like to do thumbs down because I think that is way more offensive, but yeah. also very wholesome. Like, what is the most wholesome yet offensive way that you can tell somebody they suck at driving? I think that is a good one. The thumbs down. People who subscribe to the thumbs down, we've already got a text about it. Oh, nice. Um, Jeff Love Kelly people. is a huge proponent of the thumbs down, but he does it like uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator where you go sideways Ooh, and then, then down. Yeah. Okay. Which is good. And it, if you're not driving, it's eye contact more than anything. You got it. Like if you're at a, a red light or something like that, yeah. you make eye contact with that person, give them a thumbs down. Oof, yeah. That's dangerous. Yep. I wanted to make an actual sign, like a like a Wiley Coyote sign that I just have at the ready that just says oh. you are a bad driver. But then on the other side, you are a good driver. So people who zipper merge properly yeah. or who let people in when it's appropriate and not at a four way stop when you're just holding up everybody else. Ugh. Yeah. Like people who make legitimately good moves, it's pretty rare. But I'd, I'd like to give them the the like just the sign up that says you are a good driver. I feel like the you are a bad driver sign would happen quite a bit more though. Yeah, I always try to give people the thumbs up through the back of my windshield when they do something nice. Yep, yep, for sure. Yep, try to do that. That's but always nice. We have a mutual friend, and we were talking about this wonderful four hundred and one, <laughs> and she had the best way to let somebody know that they're a bad driver. And I don't know why this is so amazing. I don't know why you would even think to do this. But she said her father, once while being very frustrated on a drive, lifted up his shirt and showed the person his nipple. What? What a flex. (laughs) I want to do that so badly. But I don't think it'll work out the same. It won't work out the same way because there are people in this world that uh, they try to get flashes on the 401. Mm. And there are people who appreciate a flash on the 401. I feel like if you were to just flash somebody on the road, they'll take that as a good thing as opposed to a bad thing. Yeah. To be fair though, I wouldn't have to lift the shirt up very high. Like pretty much <laughs> <laughs> basically where the car door lock is, so does that count? <laughs> uh no, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Happy winter solstice. Today is the first day of winter. Couple days left till Christmas. And for me, 
Couple days left till I get my butt on a plane and fly to Brazil for Christmas. Lucky. So, we were trying to think and brainstorm what are some classic Canadian Christmas treats and or snacks, could be sweet or savory, yep. to bring to Brazil. I've brought uh, in the past like celebration cookies. They have Delicious. ketchup chips already. Maple, they're like okay with. So we've done yeah, the maple thing. Yeah. yeah, everybody everybody has to try it once, but some yeah. people are just... We can say this that Jeff isn't here. I don't know. I, oh, I love me a good maple syrup pancake, but maple flavored things don't really hit for me. Yeah. Okay, fair. So we were trying to think of Christmas treats. Like I was trying to go way back deep into the childhood and think, what are some things that for sure you think like, oh, that's a Canadian Christmas treat? And you know what popped into my head? It's like my memory tried to wipe it. And I can't, I can't remember if they taste good or not, but we got a box of them. Icy squares. They're hard to, um, they're hard to uh, describe to people. Yeah. I said they're like a cold milk chocolate. Yep. That's fair. But I was trying to remember, so I told my brother about this. I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna bring, we're gonna bring uh, the beautiful Brazilian in-laws icy squares," and he said, Ugh. "Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely not for everybody. I seem to remember liking them, but I can't. I don't remember now." So the only thing I remember from icy squares is getting a box of them in my stocking and eating them all at once and just feeling violently ill afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only memory. I can't yeah. remember the flavor. I can just remember how I felt after I ate way too many. Because they're not minty necessarily. They're not. They're they're just enough to be icy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know how else and to explain it. I wanted to open the box to give it a taste, but like you can't, you can't show up with open. No, you don't want to do that. Can you? Uh, could you make like a casserole while you're down there with some sweet potatoes? No, nope, absolutely some, not. Uh, absolutely nice not. I will not bring that disgrace to Brazil. No. No. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's Christmas or not. What about Christmas crack? Uh, this is something that over the past few years seems to have really popped up. Premium plus crackers, like a whole tray. That's like the saltine. The saltine crackers. Okay. And then either caramel or chocolate all over it. And then, oh, what do you, you add sprinkles and stuff at the top. You bake it pretty quickly, but it somehow it's, it has to harden. I don't know exactly how yeah. it hardens, but then you smash it all up and it's that that sweet and salty mixture. Oh, buddy, it's like, uh, a, it's like a pretzel. It's like a chocolate covered pretzel. Basically. I've tried the Christmas crack yeah, and I good. understand why they call it crack now. Oh yeah, it's real good. So for yeah. me, one of the things that I love making because it's super easy, again, baking is like, it's so sciencey. There's a lot to do. It's yes. so much more fun when you can just sauce some ingredients in and just yes, agreed. have at her. Agreed. What about puppy chow? Do you remember puppy chow? Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it's the perfect mix of chocolate, peanut butter, your favorite Czech cereal, and yep. a ton of icing sugar. Icing sugar, yeah. It's like clod hoppers, right? It's similar to. Oh, is that what a clod hopper is? I think so. Yeah. Oh. I feel like yes. Yeah, I always puppy thought chow was a cuter name for it. Yeah, clod hopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have a go-to? Christmas holiday recipe. It could be a festive recipe of any kind that you're willing to share or even a food that you're like, nah, this is the thing that really means holidays for me. It can be savory. It can be sweet. Do you have a weird one that's in your family that like Benny's weird marshmallow <laughs> potato. potatoes? Again, when I brought that to my family Thanksgiving last year, it was like we couldn't stop eating it, but we still didn't know if we liked it or not. Oh, you'll know. <laughs> You'll be thinking about it this December 25th. Okay. You'll be dreaming of it. Okay. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. Those Christmas slash holiday slash, you know, festive recipes. What do you have? What is something that you would be like, yes, this is something I love to eat. Laura, you should bring this to the Brazil or try to make it while you're there. 
for the beautiful Brazilian in-laws. It's my first Christmas there. Yeah. Need your help. And also, I mean, just because I might be making it doesn't mean you don't have to. It's true. You could be making it too. All about sharing the recipes this morning. We got a couple texts saying, you need to bring chicken bones to Brazil. And my first thought was, pretty sure you're not allowed to bring that on the plane. No, no, Pretty sure that's in the list of like things that's not okay to bring due to, (laughs) well, disease and all that stuff. I think we've got enough of that going on right now on the planet. Yeah, good call. However, uh, then we got a lovely reminder. Chicken bones are actually a spicy cinnamon flavored hard candy handcrafted to ensure a center of unsweetened chocolate in every bite. Those pink hard candies that taste like flaming hot cinnamon. Where does cinnamon? I don't know where where like spicy cinnamon comes in at Christmas and at Valentine's Day. I don't know either. It's not my personal preference. However, it, I always get fooled by these too because those always look like really delicious, like gummy candy. I love like really yeah. chewy. Yep. Get all the gelatin you can in one bite kind of candy. Those always look like that until you bite onto it and you're like, why is it spicy? <laughs> and then you're like, why is it so hard? Yeah, true, true. Not okay. my not my jam necessarily. We got a couple other texts saying that, you know, Christmas crack is definitely the way to go. And that's what Benny was just talking about. You take a bunch of saltine crackers, yeah. lay them out on a pan, put uh, caramel over top, maybe some chocolate, whatever, and you bake it. Pretty good. Uh, chocolate turtle crack sounds amazing, too. Uh, Turtles oh. are backstage Sarah's all-time... 100% favorite. They're so good. So I did ask if turtles were available in Brazil. That is a thing. They How- are available? Okay, good. However, somebody pointed out on TikTok, I think this is specifically Canadian, is the Nielsen box of not turtles, but like combos or whatever. You know how there are three different rosebuds, oh, uh, the turtles, yeah, yeah. and the something clusters? I don't know if they make those anymore. Ooh, boy, that's a throwback. What are Isn't those it? clusters called? I don't know. Oh, man. My sweet tooth is tingling. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's so hard not to just do all sweets. Is there anything savory that we got on this list? This is just... Tortier. Somebody just texted us Tortier. That'd be a great What is Tortier? Tortier is like a meat pie. So it's it's, it's ground beef and pork usually together, seasoned, spiced up, and thrown in a crust. Oh, buddy. That is some good eating. Would love that. However, you're also relying on me to make a dough that doesn't taste like rubber. (laughs) Hmm. That might be a little too hard. Do they have tender flake in Brazil? Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> I can I, yeah, can I get a pre-done <laughs> cross somewhere? Uh, somebody also said, so I mentioned puppy chow. It is when you basically take Czech cereal and you melt a bunch of chocolate and peanut butter together. Yeah. You roll that oh, Czech cereal in it, and then you roll that. You just take a bag full of icing sugar oh, and yeah. shake it all up. Oh, yeah. So good. Somebody texted us saying, uh, we actually call it white trash. <laughs> that's from Stratford, Ontario. I did I'm not know that. so surprised that that's not what we call it in Ripley. I mean, we just put little bowls of white trash out. People come. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Your holiday recipes. What are they? Are they savory? Are they sweet? What is that thing that you have over the holidays that you're like, ah, this is it. We've arrived. My dad is a huge baker. He bakes uh, he bakes rum cookies. Uh, I've never had them, but they so sound they're amazing. they're like shortbread with a rum icing on top. Oh. Now, he does the thing, and we had somebody who suggested Ole Bolin, which are also delicious little fried dough balls. Like a Timbit um, kind of? Kind, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. More, more homemade kind of feel. There's icing sugar on those, too. Um, but is it currants, I think, they use? 
So like little tiny raisins, are those currants? Uh, black currants. Yes, yeah. I believe yeah, I so. Think so. So that's what goes in the Ole Bowl. Okay, those and, are good. Yeah, and that's what my dad puts in the rum cookies, and I just someday hope he puts chocolate chips in instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the little crunch with the currants, not bad, though. Yeah, at least they're not like... Some raisins kind of just remind me of big fat flies when you see them in the summer. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, no, I want to know about your delicious holiday recipes. And the reason for that, the reason why you hear this joyful, wonderful music is because, well, well, Christmas is in a few days. I'm getting on a plane in a few days. It's the first Christmas with the beautiful Brazilian Cybercops family. I've seen them two other times. But first Christmas there. So want to bring some Canadian fare, you know? Yeah. What, what's going to really impress the family? Uh, <laughs> we're getting texts from people who love this music, which is amazing. Yes. Glad, glad you enjoy it. Um, so we talked about the, how about this? Toffee fee. I don't know if I've ever pronounced it correctly. I don't know how that's how you say it, but those little, yeah. they almost look like, is it like acorns? Yeah. Full of hope. Oh, so good. They're, they're hazelnut? And, Are they hazelnut? And, yeah, and they're hazelnut. Yeah, oh, buddy. Toffee, a little bit of a crunch as well. Somebody said Christmas crack with candy cane crushed over top. I think the minty food is kind of a delicacy. It's very specific taste. I can do sweet and salty, and I can do sweet and minty. I don't know that I can do sweet, salty, and minty all in one. That might be too much for my taste buds. Okay. Interesting. Uh, This all started, by the way, because I suggested that we bring icy squares to Brazil. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I don't think I've had them since I was like 10. And in my mind, I think they're still good, but I yeah. can only remember how sick I felt after eating like almost a whole, whole container. Box, yeah. Uh, I think that uh, I think you need to film the beautiful Brazilian boyfriend's family as they try the icy squares. Oh, because okay. They could be very pleasantly surprised. They could be very unpleasantly surprised. Either way, it could be a good reaction. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. How about this? Haystacks, one of the easiest things you can make. Is no that the little, the little pretzel sticks? Yep. Pretzel or like it's a With mix like of pretzel and, and peanuts yeah, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and we did get stuff. a text from a Brazilian now living in Canada. I, by the way, when you text us, attach your name to it, please, because our text system is stupid and doesn't let us add a name to your text. Yeah, yet. yeah. But we'd love we to see your name on the yeah, radio. It's true. But I actually got some intel saying that even though Brazilians, Brazilians love peanuts and like nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but not peanut butter necessarily, which is definitely oh. not the case with the beautiful Brazilian cybercop himself. He could eat a whole jar, but he doesn't because he has self-control. But uh, I have witnessed this. So I'm going to go to Picard's Peanuts. Good call. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So good. Some if only you nuts. could somehow get them some hot nuts from the odd. Oh, I'm telling you, if you make it out to it, it go, to, if you're in London, go to the Odd the next time the London Knights go against the Rangers. Yep. If you're in Water of the Region, just go to the Odd. Provided get you're yourself some hot nuts. Inside the Odd, yeah. wonder if they can do to go nuts. You definitely should be able to do to go Drive through nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip on Virgin Radio. Oh, man. First of all, I got to give a big fat, uh, well, congratulations. Charisma. To Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You is number one on the Billboard Hot 100 again. And yes, she's very, very proud of herself. Uh, she posted it. She's been like vacationing, by the way. She's been like posting. She went swimming in a like Nordic pool, hot tub, whatever you want to call it. She is wearing like a 
swim cat suit. I don't know if she's wearing a cat suit and she's like, okay, like I just feel like being more covered up makes sense. It's the dead of winter. Um, And that's what she wanted to wear. Or if it's an actual full cover bathing suit, but just with a slit for some boobage. Yeah, of course. But it looks amazing. (laughs) Anyway, Mariah Carey still very, very happy to hit number one again. Yes! I can't even know what to say. We're celebrating um, this type of news. It's, it's never like, oh my gosh, I'm so bored of this news. No, <laughs> you can't be. And I, I'm so happy for her. Imagine making one song that gives you money for the rest of your life. Yeah, she gets like a million bucks a year on that. Like, why do you need, why do you need a vi- diverse catalog? Which she has, by the way. But yeah, that's true. If you are a budding artist, just come up with one jingle. It's been a while since she's made anything new, though, right? She hasn't released something in, in a while. I don't think so. She's made a couple new Christmas songs. Oh, oh. She's the of queen course. of Christmas. Yeah, that's, that's what she does. Yeah. Mariah, do your thing. Uh, Br- Jamie Spears, I hope he gets cold for Christmas. I hope Santa has been watching yeah. him very carefully all year long because he has officially filed for Britney to pay his legal doc- uh, fees for this whole court case. Jamie was her conservator at the time. So while he was her conservator, Britney's estate was required to pay his fees. But now since he's been removed, he wants the court to authorize the estate to pay the lawyers participating in the proceedings concerning to his duties leading to the winding up of the conservatorship. Excuse me. Not a chance. That is, that should just go without saying if you lose the court case. You can't get the winner to pay for your court battle. It's like, a, I don't get it. It's like when you keep asking your parents something and it's a no day and they keep saying no, no, no. But you just keep asking for more different things, hoping it's going to hit. It doesn't work yeah, like that. No, no, it does not. <laughs> it's not happening. And this is super cute. Tom Dea uh, turns out. Amy Pascal, who produced Spider-Man movies uh, since The Amazing Spider-Man, she said that she has warned many (laughs) Spider-Men about not dating their co-stars. This is a case. She said said this to Tobey Maguire when he first became Spider-Man. Him and Emma Stone dated for quite a while. Andrew Garfield, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, And... She said that the same thing happened with Tom Holland and Zendaya. So she said, I took Tom and Zendaya aside separately when we first cast them. And I gave them a lecture. Don't go there. Just don't. Try not to. I gave the same advice to Andrew and Emma. It can just complicate things, you know? And they all ignored me. Yeah. <laughs> so far, it's working out pretty well for Tom and Zendaya. I mean, yeah. it didn't work out. Tom Dea, pretty run. cute. Um, yeah. Andrew and- Garfield and Emma Stone were really cute when they were together, and everybody was super sad when they broke things off. They were cute. To me, to me, they were too much of the same person, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I get that. It's I not, get that. They didn't quite look alike, but to me, I, I do find some couples do date people that look like each other. Well, wasn't it Brad Pitt would transform into whatever? Oh, yeah. Same haircut? Yeah. <laughs> same hairstylist, for real. Yeah. That's it. That is a Brad Pitt. That's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wild. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It is time to beat Backstage Ben, and we have a Ben vs. Ben edition. A Ben off. <laughs> Good morning, Ben. Good. Oh. No, not you. Nothing right. Oh, okay. Our I got other Ben. Good morning. Good morning. You are just on the way to work right now. I know I just asked you where you worked off air, but it's already gone out my brain hole. Where do you work? 
I work in Cambridge for Casa Building Supply. All right. So now I heard something along the lines of "We are heading to work." You got somebody in the vehicle with you? Yeah. Is this help? No, it's not, no, no help there. Oh, okay, perfect. No <laughs> How many people do you have in the vehicle with you? Just, just one. What's his name or her name? It's uh, Michael. Uh, does Michael have faith in you? Does Michael think you can beat backstage Ben? Michael, you have faith in me? I do, I do, I do. He says he does. Oh, Michael. Got a lot of good support. teammate. Okay, well then, let's do this thing. If you've never heard Be Backstage Ben, Ben is making his way out of the room. I have three trivia questions. I'm going to ask uh, other Ben <laughs> three trivia questions, and then Backstage Ben will come back in the room, answer the same trivia questions, and we will see who is the winner. 50 bucks to McDonald's is on the line. Okay, Ben, are you ready to try and beat I, Backstage Ben? I sure am. All right, first question. This one, easy peasy, true or false? Each snowflake is purely unique. That's false. That is correct. Snowflakes aren't always unique. Snow crystals usually form unique patterns, but there's at least one instance of identical snowflakes in the record books. In 1988, two snowflakes collected from a Wisconsin storm were confirmed to be twins at an atmospheric research center. Whew, it's a lot of collecting. Second question. This day in 2012, this music video became the first ever to gain 1 billion views on YouTube. What is it? Um, I'm going to say Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. Oh, man. Such a great Aww. guess because I love that song, but not correct. The correct okay. answer is Gangnam Style by Psy. Oh, Gangnam Style. Yeah. Surprised that dance hasn't popped off on TikTok yet. Yeah. <laughs> Third and final question. This is the second uh, winter slash snow themed one. Which country has the snowiest city in the world? I'm going to say Russia. That's incorrect. Actually, Japan. Aomori City in northern Japan receives more snowfall than any major city on the planet. Each year, uh, they get about 312 inches or about 26 feet of snow. I had no idea. <laughs> that was a tough one. I tried to make it a little bit themed today in honor of the first day of weekend. I mean, one for three isn't bad considering there are no movies or anything like this. So hopefully, Benny gets nothing. Let's see. Benny! And don't forget, you can trash talk him too. So can Michael. He's making his way back in the room. Ben went, went one for three. <laughs> ben went one for three. Oh, okay. Would you like to trash talk backstage, Ben? Uh, I don't think that's my uh, best game plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a Ben versus Ben. Here yeah. we go, Benny. First question, true or false? Each snowflake is purely unique. False. That is correct. They actually did document two identical snowflakes in 1988. They were collected from a Wisconsin storm and confirmed to be twins at the Atmospheric Research Lab in Colorado. Wow. Yeah. I understand how they work, and I understand how they would be very unique, but also I feel like it's impossible at this point for there to be no doubles. I don't know. Everybody's their Obviously. own unique little snowflake, huh? Okay, sorry. Yeah, go look at this <laughs> in Facebook comments if you want to see that. Second question. This day in 2012, this music video became the first ever to gain 1 billion views on YouTube. Psy, Gangnam Style. Ah! That's correct. Ben guessed Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. Ooh, good such guess. Such a vibe. Yeah. Such a good vibe. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay, third and final question. Which country has the snowiest city in the world? Oh, snowiest city. Uh, Russia. That was Ben's guess as well. Uh, However, mm. incorrect. It's actually in Japan. Aomori City in northern Japan receives more snowfall than any major city on the planet. They get about 312 inches, which is about 26 feet. Wow. Holy moly. All right. Woo. Well, Ben, that was a two versus one loss. I'm sorry the Ben versus Ben didn't work out. Well, Ben won. So yeah, uh, ben, ben did win. So which Ben gets McDonald's then? Uh, Technically, neither. they're going down that route. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, neither of you. I don't even get it. Our yeah. legal department wouldn't be very happy. But Ben, you are welcome to try and beat backstage Ben anytime, and we will play again tomorrow morning around eight forty. Jeff and Laura in the morning with backstage Ben on Virgin Radio.